0: Because there is the law of karma, right? (laughs) So if I come out here with good intentions to do something, I'm creating good karma. If your intentions are to harm me, your karma's going to come for you, not for me. And God will make the enemy your footstep.
1: What's up and welcome to Nacho's Cafe. This is your boy Will aka Nacho. And today is Talk About It Tuesday. Where me and a guest will sit and talk about it. (laughs) And whatever it is, and that's what we'll be talking about you ready um normally what i want to start as a tradition is i usually will get like a taco and my guests will eat it but i came a little unprepared right now so that's okay um so what i do want to do is i want to introduce my guest my guest is jonathan bow it's probably not how you pronounce his name but i always say that to him i always play with him on that but he likes it as john b um we actually met through connection as in like talking about spiritual growth and spiritual healing and talking about the third eye and just diving into a whole nother world of just spirituality as its own. And Because, you know, it's really hard to connect with people um, on a spiritual level and just kind of like diving as growth and the mindset because there's so much out there that kind of like you can get lost in and then you're thinking you're the only one, thinking like, oh, man, I know I'm not the only one. But then you just kind of just, well, what do you think about spirituality? Because you know, a lot of us get have our own opinions on everything. You know, I'm not diving into religion or anything like that, but you know, some a lot of people get religious and spiritual completely misunderstood, and that's okay because we're all raised differently and we all have our way of understanding things. So, um, yeah, so we kind of connected on a level and a spiritual level, and just kind of like diving in and like asking each other questions. It's like, yeah, I used to think about that too. Um he's actually from Chicago. Chi town. And um he moved here about three years ago. I was talking to about talking to him the other day and I was like, Oh yeah, five years, right? He said, What? I didn't even live that long I was like, okay, you ain't gonna get crazy. Um but he moved here, you know, for a change of scenery. Um now he's working on like uh trying to design I know he said something about construction, but it's more interior designing. Um interior designing that like, you know, when you come into the home and change it up, you see potential. And it's interesting how um, it kind of works that way because, you know, as individual people spiritually led and really seeing potential in people. And, you know, it's it's a lot of work when you're trying to develop potential in another or you see the potential and you're trying to tell them, hey, I see you as this person or this or that. And then with the house, that's home. And sometimes... It starts at home. You see home, it looks like a mad crazy place and disorganized and all that. Um, but it takes talent and a gift and an eye and vision and a passion and a drive behind that to actually walk into somebody's home and just see like what it offers and then, you know, probably conversating with that person and that client, seeing what their likes, their passions and this is that, and they just don't know how to bring that out. And then you have people like Jonathan who come in and they can actually do that. And he's on the verge of beginning this. He's already in this process. He's already been testing this out. He knows that's his passion. I I love doing it to myself, but, you know, I do a lot of other things. So <laughs> it's like when I do my home, I'm doing my home. I ain't doing nobody else's. <laughs> you know, so I definitely, um I applaud you for definitely, you know, wanting to actually take that big leap because it is a big leap. Um And... That's amazing, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is John B, because he goes by John B, that's one of my favorite, not my, my favorite, is but I do admire that guy, John B. <laughs> but anyway, this is John B, how you doing today?
0: Fantastic.
1: That's his word, he always says fantastic. Now, um, what I wanted to ask you is, what made you have like, the passion for becoming an in interior design?
0: I think it's just being creative. Uh-huh. I've always had an eye for creativity, so even as a child, I would like be organizing and moving things around in my room, and then as an adult, I was able to do that with different things. Mm-hmm. So like my home, creating things. I just got some lizards, <laughs> so I have this tank, and I got like some branches from outside, and started shaving them and just trying to create things with them. So I grab rope and I tie them together, making a tree or making something for them to lay on. So I'm just I'm
1: creative. That's interesting because, like, for me, like, if I had lizards, I wouldn't be shaving no tree. Uh, You'd be lucky they get a tree in there, okay? So, (laughs) it's like, but that's, like, that's the difference, you know, to actually see something that maybe, you know, well, the lizard needs this, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you compare that as an individual when you're walking into the home. Like, what's the first thing that you notice when you walk in there? Like, let's say, I mean, like, because how far are you in in doing this career that you really want to, um, you know, be destined to walk into and do and achieve?
0: I would say i'm in the beginning stages right now i'm like networking trying to meet people and gain more experience mm-hmm. um, as far as me walking into a home the first thing i see is a layout i notice all the walls and how it's laid out and what can what, what potential it has to make it open space mm-hmm. and what i can do with the open space so that's my eye
1: that's good because um like okay so an example that i've done also myself is um, a long time ago I, I moved into a studio and my mom was there and she helped me out and when we were looking at it, she's oh my gosh what are you gonna do with all your stuff it's just too small i'm like mom when you come back i'll have it like exactly the way it is because i saw potential so it's like you see potential um in this space like you probably already can like picture where everything's gonna go especially if it's yours because i know just like me when I was young, (laughs) I would move my room around all the time. I just love change. I get bored easy. So I get bored of seeing everything the same way. It's like, okay, that needs to change. That needs to move that way. That needs to move that way. You know, sometimes I get a little um, on edge when I have things mounted on the wall, like a TV. It's like, I can't move that. (laughs) You know, so I was like, now I got to move everything around it, you know? But um, how would you... When you, I heard you when you were talking about the walls. Like... Does color ever involve in there? like do you ever think of colors that maybe bring it alive like let's say you because everything is white walls almost, and do you ever think about color like like maybe maybe coloring it maybe because you know I know colors can make rooms look bigger mm-hmm. or smaller depending on the color of choice, or are you thinking about things on the walls like I just want to dive into that like where does your mind think about? Cause I, I don't know, it just got to me when you saw when you were talking about the walls. Like I'm looking at the walls and how they're like their design. Like I know you got ones that are not just like a box. You got ones that got an arch, or maybe something that's rounded on top, like the ceiling. Like where does your mind dive into that? Like how you're saying like making it roomy or making it like how how do you go about that? What kind of questions would you be asking? Let's say your client.
0: Color is, like, the last thing I would think of Mm -hmm. right before decorating the place. So my whole thing is, like, setting it up as a plain, what's the word, um, just plain, right? Uh. Empty canvas. Uh So as far as color goes, I'm not too sure much about the colors, like, what they do and for the rooms and stuff. That's what I'm trying to learn right now. But I'm more, like, when I go into open houses just to look at homes, I look at, like, how the kitchen's laid out. And if there's a wall right there, we can knock that wall out, bring the kitchen over here to this side, make, you know, that's why I, that's why I say construction slash interior design, because I feel like I would like to like gut things out, start it off fresh, yeah, and then build my vision from there. Yeah. So as far as coloring, I'm not too experienced in that field yet, but I'm looking to learn more.
1: And would you say knowing the person has the biggest like piece in doing that? Okay. Knowing the person, like say you're walking into their house, mm-hmm. it's like knowing who they are, right? That's yeah, kind you have of to represent. Ask
0: questions to see what are do's and don'ts. You know, what are you looking to feel when you walk into your home?
1: Now you've been here for three years. Mm-hmm. Um What are some ups and downs of three years? And what have you always wanted to be designing homes? No. What did you want to do when you first got here, or what was your I know you say new scenery, but what else was there? Because, I mean, California. You could have went to New York. You could have went to Miami. You could have went to Texas. You could have, I know, Vegas. Whatever. Why California? Honestly, when I first got here, I didn't even know who I
0: was. So I had a lot of growth out here, Mm -hmm. finding myself and learning what Jonathan likes. Um, Coming out here wasn't really... Where I wanted to come, yeah, so to speak. Um, I wanted to be in Florida, where I had family and had people. Um, but again, I didn't know who I was, and I was following other people's footsteps and pl- being a people pleaser. Yeah, is what led me out here. So, but I don't regret it because some of the best things have happened to me out here through all the trials, through all the struggles. You know, being alone was definitely hard, but at the same time, it was a necessity. For me to go through like it, it it was something that needed to happen yeah for me to find myself so
1: that's cool yeah um how are you liking the progress so far
0: i'm loving it we all have setbacks right like i feel like the first year here was like me adjusting mm. and it was super hard to adjust and then after that it was learning to be by myself and learning to love who i was and that's tough right and, and it was a tough trial. It, it's, <laughs> it lasted it's, it's, a while. It's <laughs> tough. It, yeah, it really is. Um, but once I started to focus on me and pretty much dedicate all my time to myself, you know, reading and educating myself, you know, getting out, doing things that I was scared to do, mm-hmm. um, it became a lot easier to be out here. And I'm sorry, I forgot what the question was.
1: No it's <laughs> it was what what was bringing you out here, and then what did you like being out here and your self growth and all that That's what I was just asking so that's it's okay, you kind of lost yourself within yourself yeah, that's okay we it, that's actually a good thing because it's a lot of um happy emotion feelings inside when you start thinking about something that actually does excite you, and it's like an adrenaline mm-hmm. and it makes you go blank for a moment. It, it happens is. to me all the time. <laughs> was <laughs> like, what was I talking about again? It's like I was going and going and going like, whoa, you know, it's because <laughs> it's like, ah, you know, um, that's no, that's amazing. Um, now, has there been, have, do you have any regret, regrets moving to California versus going to Florida, like not being in your family? Or do you feel like this, this was meant to happen?
0: I feel like this was meant to happen. This is what was supposed to happen. You know, the the way that the events happened in my life after the move um, makes sense after I experienced everything. Yeah. While I was going through it, I was like, why is this happening to me? Yeah. But like I said, there's there's times where I was going up, 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 and then I'll feel like, shit. Yeah. You know, I got to start all over. Yeah. And it's about consistency and dedication, and sometimes we lose ourselves when we try to rush for things
1: tell the truth <laughs> so
0: <laughs> it's about letting letting life take, take its course and not trying to rush because yeah. once you rush I felt like I made so much progress and I rushed into things that kind of set me back and I had to restart again and build my confidence back up again after I had came up so high
1: and how do you keep that drive when feeling like starting all over again because you know how some people like, why start all over again? Because it's almost, it's like a lot of work. When you mm-hmm. start, it's like you push the reset button. And it's like, oh, here we go again. You know, why not throw in the towel? Some people, you know, they're like, oh, just forget this. I'm just going to be like, I'm be the, norm, the robot. You know, so it's like, why not throw in the towel? I think it's because you probably saw who you you are. And probably saw the potential, like, you know, I deserve more than this. You know, I mean, that's just, that's me personally, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I did stop saying I pushed the reset button because I hated that I start all over. I hate that because I feel like we don't really start all over. We just continue where we left off. Mm-hmm. You know, and because I think whatever it is that kind of makes you roll your eyes in the back of your head, like, ugh, I got to start all over. all over again, maybe change the way we go about it. You know, and that's what I started doing. You know, I just said, you know, I'm going you know, to start where I left off at because honestly, we push pause a lot in our lives. You know, because we second guess, and I'm an overanalyzer. I just think too much about it. And then two years that a line happened, and I'm just like, oh, I'm still here thinking about it. Why didn't I just test it out, you know? And so people like us who kind of like go out on a limb in a whole new surrounding that we have n- we're have, we not familiar with, Um, people like that are very, to me, are inspiring because you get to learn things that you didn't know. You learn these experiences that you can pass on. Um, Because everybody, you're not the only one going through that. And maybe someone doesn't know how to adjust. Maybe someone doesn't know how to, like, start all over. They just stop. No pause. They just stop. And then when you see or meet someone like you, and you're like, well, I had us all over. I had to think about, rethink things. Maybe go about it a different way. You know, and I think we all go through that. I mean, man, this life is very, very unpredictable. There's no manual. You know, there's no, there's no, oh, well, when you do that, this is what's going to (laughs) happen. It doesn't work that way. And even if it did, we would lose the experiences, you know, that we're meant to learn individually. Because my experiences may not relate to your experiences because we're two different individuals and it works for my life. Doesn't mean it works for your life, but I can give you some little, hey, this is what happened to me. You're going to do something totally different, but maybe, you know, it could bring something up. I don't know. Try it. You know, right. what's the worst that can happen? Because that's where wisdom comes in, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's really cool. That's cool. Um, you have a lot of family in Florida? Yes.
0: I my family, it's like Florida, New York, and Chicago.
1: Would you say you're a family guy? I am. Really close to your family? Very family-oriented. Now, I know you have a lot of siblings. How many siblings do you have exactly?
0: I have two older brothers and one younger
1: brother. I thought you had more. Mm-mm. So it's just four of you. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know why. I thought you had like five or six. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got like 12 nieces and nephews. Oh, okay. Well, that's probably where I was thinking like, okay. Yeah. But you were asking about failure. Yes. And not giving up. Yes. W- what drives me to keep going. So I, for me, the answer would have to be like my spirituality. And keeping the faith. Mm-hmm. So it's like something that drives me because I can't give up. Failure is never, like, an option. Although, failure happens and it pushes me. Yeah. But, it's like, um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, when you're hungry to see how far you can go on your own. And it's like, I I feel like I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. No matter what I do, there's always something, like, a spirit with me that's guiding me and protecting me. Mm -hmm. So, every time I feel like I'm failing, I feel like, okay, I need to go a different route. But this is already secured. Yeah. Because God says, you know. That's, exactly. You know? So, it's, there's been a lot of times where, you, like, even my mom would tell me, just come back home.
1: Mm-hmm. Just
0: leave everything, come back. And I'm like, no, I can't fail. And I'll just keep pushing and pushing. and Whatever it is that I got to do to succeed, I will do. Yeah. And. Sometimes we have to be vulnerable, and like I I used to break down on my knees and just cry. Yeah. Like, I need the guidance, I need to know what to do next. And then the next day, you wake up and it's like you're moving, but you don't know what's happening, but it's guiding you. Yeah. So that's what pushes me, even through failure. Yeah. You know, and we're all set on this, you know, I have to have a house by 30, I have to be married by this age, and I have to do such and such by this age. But it's like we all have our own timing of when things are going to happen for us. And it's a matter of taking charge of what you're supposed to be doing for yourself and your self-growth to get you to where you need to be.
1: Exactly. And it's not a time limit. It's not. I think we, I think work, school, um, parenting too, has a lot on that with the deadlines. Um, I used to try doing that and I always, I don't want to say failed, but um, I met some deadlines, but like, my mind, I guess, kind of got so in depth with the thinking and then I let distraction happen. And then I kind of fell off my consistent route of going, trying to meet that deadline. And then I think for deadlines, I think we, in life, I feel like we shouldn't have deadlines because um, we're so focused. And for the procrastinators out there, it really hurts them because you try to rush everything and then you miss all the blessings that are there throughout the experience that you're supposed to be. Getting That is going to happen, but you're trying to rush it. So you dodge those blessings when they happen. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're supposed to meet that person two months in time. But because your deadline is a month before, you completely miss that door of opportunity because you're focused on this deadline that you put yourself. It's not necessarily setting yourself up for failure. It's just setting you up to not get all that's meant for you to, to have and experience, you know, Um, And that took a lot for me to take the deadline, remove the deadline in my life Um, when it comes to self-development, like growing as an individual and becoming what I want to become. um, God really puts people in your life, uh, whether you see them forever, whether they were just there for a connection or just a word, you know, even if it's a high and that person is dressed a certain way and represents where you're trying to go. And it's like, hi, future me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, it's like, oh, that's me. That's me. That's where I want to be. That's just a reminder. You know, these little simple things that we let kind of just like slide on by is what's meant to happen in the time that we allow. And especially when we're not even like paying attention. Especially if we're not expecting anything. You know, the thing we should be expecting is growth. You know, and expect the best. I, I We have to expect the best because we deserve that. We deserve the best. So we have to expect the best in everything. Even though expecting the best may look a certain way to us, maybe it doesn't. But we have to expect that it's not always going to look the way we want it to look. Because if it did, then how are we going to learn? You know, how are we going to learn something through it if we don't allow it to come as it is? Especially blessings, especially lessons in life. It's because they don't teach us that in school. They teach looks like this. It looks like black and white. Oh, there's some gray, but don't pay attention to that. Right. It's just this and this and that's that. Like, I hated biology. Like, what the hell is that going to teach me? And like, You know, there are some, you know, benefits, but I don't need to know that damn formula. I ain't going to be no scientist, you know, but <laughs> all these things that we we learn... It's not teaching us for self-worth, the biggest thing that we need to learn. There's so many lost individuals out there that don't know how to define or identify themselves. They're scared to look in the mirror, you know, and understand that failures are not really failures. It's just a stumbling block to you and your progress. We're getting you closer. We're supposed to bump. I don't like saying Fall. Because it's when I hear fall, it's close to failure. And yeah, we gotta. But when you fall, you gotta get back up. Because sometimes we kind of like it down there.
0: I feel like people forget to embrace the failures too, because they're so focused on the destination and where they're going Mm -hmm. that they don't enjoy the journey. And I feel like the journey is very vital to where you're going. Yeah. Like there's so much that you can learn, so many blessings within that journey that just. You don't appreciate them, but you you should. You know, like like they say, uh, stop and smell the roses. Yes. Let's talk about that, too. You have to do that. Yeah. It's necessary.
1: It's very necessary. Um, Because you'll miss it.
0: Yeah. And I was one that... You met me in a phase of my life where I was, like, at my highest, I felt like. And I know you were saying that you had to stop giving yourself timelines... Yes, deadlines, 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 yeah. I had to stop telling myself I want to go back to where I was because that was my highest point, and I felt at my highest confidence. You know, money was good. Everything was working perfectly. I was just living my best life, as they say. But I don't – I shouldn't say I want to go back to that. I want to be better than that. So that's what I'm working on now is getting myself into a better place Mm with a different mindset because I'm no longer in that mindset, you know. Um. So that's where I struggle, is looking back to like where I was and wanting to be at that point. But I have to eliminate that and create something bigger, something better.
1: I think it's those experiences, because I have to say, you know, I completely understand that, because I, I was just talking on a podcast calling Spelling the Roses, um, and it was on my Almost there Wednesday, but... We get consistent consistency mixed up with moving fast. So we think when consistency means keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. That doesn't mean stop and smell the roses. And it's important to keep going, yes. But you have to at moments, you got to take a breather. When do you get a chance to stop and breathe in all that you're gaining? I mean, you keep picking up all these things on your road. I mean, is your bag that big? You know, like your backpack. I mean, how many books can you put when you put in your backpack before you're like, Oh, it's breaking, my back hurts. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that is that is foreshadowing your future of life. Like, you keep on going. If you do not stop, you're gonna you're gonna break your back. You're not gonna go to hospital because you've done carried so much on you, whether it's emotionally or it's something that you didn't even know. You were just, just going and going and going and going. <laughs> you keep going, you kinda lose where you're going. Literally. You're like, wait, well, I thought that's where I wanted to be, but because you didn't stop and evaluate your progress because and this is this could be for someone and this could be for you. But like last year, I was so focused on getting my own place and getting financially stable, which I did all that. And once I moved into my place, I died. I literally just died. And moving into the 2020, like, you know, everyone's like, no, you got to live like, it's not 2020 yet. You got to, you know, you got to do something. like, shut up. I want 2020 to be here now. And when it showed up, it wasn't exciting for me. I was just sick. And that was, that's a sign too. It's like, you know, you're moving in, you're like, oh, I'm so druggy. I just, you know, just have fun. I have some karaoke. <laughs> but, um, I had to reawaken myself. It took me a moment to realize that I was I was ex- we got to stop expecting big things out of ourselves because that allows us to die because when I when I was coming towards the end of the year I was thinking like gosh what did I accomplish I totally totally forgot I did get financially stable I totally for- forgot that I did get this place I totally forgot that I went to um Oregon I traveled to Puerto Vallarta you know I was I did things that I never thought I would do on my own, but I completely ignored that. Because I just lost myself. I just got overwhelmed. I, I, and it happens to all of us. But it was just that I lost myself because I was too busy expecting bigger things. I put deadlines on myself. And that's what I did in the beginning of the year. I was on fire, you know, because I was always like sending the messages from the Bible. And this is, this is what we thought. I was on fire. And then just like you were saying, you know, I want to be back to where I was. There was no way I was going to get there because that was a different mindset. If I go about it the same way, go back to like 2019, January will, (laughs) going about that, then I would not be here. Mm -hmm. I would repeat the same year and be dead after October because I am too busy trying to go back to the way I was where I thought I had it, but somehow I wavered down and then... I was too busy going, 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 having the two jobs, barely having a day off. I burned out. I died. I lost focus on myself. I didn't have time for myself. And then I was being stretched here and there. Well, you got to commit. Well, you got to do this. To like, shut up. I got to commit to myself before I can commit to anybody else. Or what you need. Everybody got to need something. Everybody does. Well, when does, when do you start focusing on your needs that you need? and i think for a lot of us we die and and it it took a while for me to realize that this year having a conversation with my mom and you and a few others when i was talking like i died i finally came to terms like i died i couldn't i couldn't see i literally i wasn't depressed i just i was dead i needed some food you know and not physical food cuz i could eat you know i just needed <laughs> i needed some spiritual food i needed some feeding you know um, I, I just, yeah. So it was like, cause I was too busy thinking about what happened. Why can't I be like where I was in the beginning of the year? That's where I was at. I was like, oh, I'm trying to get there and I can't. And the focus is you can't go back to where you, you were. You, you never can because then you repeat it. It happens like that for a reason because now you're more wiser. You've already gained a whole lot of wisdom from that time where you thought you were on top. You were on top because you didn't know what you know now. And so now your eyes are every year your eyes get more and more and more wider. You see more and more stuff and it's like woof. Sometimes it's like, yeah, take me back where I didn't see that. I don't want to see that. Put the shades back on. Oh my gosh. Like you're awake. Every year you get more and more awake. The more wisdoms that you gain, you get more and more awake. You know, the more conversations you're more aware of what's being said. Because we start to recognize ourselves more. I mean, how many people can actually recognize that there's a moment in their time of their life last year and they can actually say, I died? took me a while to come to terms and say, I died. I literally died. Like, inside, it's just like I'm just going, putting on this habit, oh, hi, nice to meet you. You know, but I died. I really did die because I couldn't recognize those small things. And those small things that happen in your life, you have to recognize them. You have to. They may look small to you, but for someone, it could look huge. Like, it's so important to don't put the high expectations on yourself because then you disappoint yourself because they weren't measuring to what you thought was the best. But when you share your story to somebody else who is struggling, they're like, wow, you did that. And it seems so small to us. But to that, it's like, it's it's the, the top of the mountain that you went to and you thought it was the grass. But you're on top of the mountain and they see that. So it's like sometimes we got to, we got to, See the best. Don't expect the best in us. You know, like, oh, okay. Just see the best first so that you can perform it and then appreciate it. Because if we keep expecting it, we're going di- to be disappointed in everything that we do that doesn't seem like, that's not good enough. Why isn't it? Why isn't it good enough? At least you tried it. At least you attempted it. Give yourself some credit. You know, so, um, it's just funny when you were saying, like, I, I wish I, you know, was where I was, you know, cause I thought... We all think like it. it's like, man. When I turned thirty, it was the best year of my life. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, I was great. Last year was, it's really, eh. you know. But I was coming from something and kind to. I push. I unpush pause. You know, I push play, and you know, coming when you continue where you left off, it's not that easy. You see all the potential, but then, you you keep get going, and these things that didn't get handled. I guess you know it starts accumulating and it's like then you get heavy and then you you then you kind of lose focus on yourself and then you lose who you can talk to because you don't even know how to go about it. it it depends on your situations you know and so that's why um i say we you really gotta stop and smell the roses because sometimes we're always going 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 but if you don't stop you're gonna if you don't put no gas in your car what's gonna happen and I'm like, "What's going on? If you don't stop at that gas station, that something told you I should go there. I got, but I got a little bit more to go.
0: Not only that, but in that rose field, there might be a note for you to, you know, help you get closer to where you're trying to go to make exactly. it a little easier. Exactly. It's never gonna be easy.
1: No, it isn't. <laughs> never.
0: <laughs> but there's always, you know, a person, a connection, something that you can bump into on mm-hmm. the way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is important. And setting intentions.
1: Yep.
0: I remember we were talking once about expectations and intentions. intentions. Remember that? Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was so anti with expectations. And I'm like, intentions? What's the intentions mean? Like, Yeah, that was when I forgot what I said, (laughs) to be honest. Do you remember? I don't. But I know you were completely against having expectations
0: and intentions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because I know intentions. And you broke it down to me about intentions could be good. You may have intentions to be good, which is, that makes sense. You, know, you may have intentions to go into something with good intentions, which mm. makes completely sense. Yeah, because then, ex- then, then what comes out of that is, because you expect the best, mm. you know, or something like that. You expect possibilities, which is possibilities in, any, in everything. Right. It's just we can't expect it to look a certain way. Or, because intention and expectation, they really are different. You know, I tried making them be the same. And it took me for a second like, you know what, they are different. Intentions are completely like it's the beginning. And then expectations is well, what do you see? What do you want to see? What do you feel like you need to see? As I feel like what expectations comes, you know, just like you expect success to maybe look a certain way. Maybe expectations to you you say, Success is supposed to look like a suit and tie and a briefcase. I think what made it easy
0: for me to understand it's like, setting an intention. Anything that I do, I have to set an intention. With good intentions, of course, right? And expectations was, like, how I expect to be treated. and mm-hmm. What I would not tolerate. Because, you know, I deserve respect. Yeah. Just like everybody else. And that's what made it, broke it down for me to understand expectation is not bad. Yeah. And intentions are not bad. Other people may have bad intentions. But at the end of the day, it's what you're intending to do. Like, your intentions. Because there is the law of karma, right? <laughs> so if I come out here with good intentions to do something, I'm creating good karma. If your intentions are to harm me, your karma is going to come for you, yeah. not for me. And God will make the enemy your footstool.
1: Amen to that. So. I, yeah, you know, I think it was with the expectation thing with me, Um, I always fought it because I felt like coming from being so young, there's always expectations, and I always and I always felt like I disappointed. Let's say your parent. You know, they always expect you to do this, and it's ugh, now they're going dis- to be disappointed in me because I didn't meet their expectations. So I learned to hate that word because, you know, the intentions, the intentions was always there. Like, when I moved to Arizona on my own, my intentions were to make the best of what I do, and here I am, scared, here by myself, don't know anybody. Two years, I built a family. You know, it, I... And I was blessed to meet these individual folks that were just like, wow, you don't meet that group enough, like five to six people that genuinely want the best for you and genuinely keep you up. Like, what are you doing this Saturday? We're coming over we're keeping you company. What's up? How you doing? How you feeling? You know, where do you meet people like that in and as masks? Because, you know, somebody you learn when you're out there in the world, someone always wants something from you. And it's not always like that. but it's where your mind is. They someone may always want something from you, but what is it they want? Your attention, your love, maybe your ear. And I think sometimes we compare our experiences with others, and so we shut down. And so, like, what do you want from me? I just wanted to say hello. I just want to have a conversation with you. And so, when it goes into attentions, like I, I guess I ran away from expectations. So I didn't expect anything when I was out there, you know. Um, so I guess that's probably why because of my experiences of expectations growing up and I always felt like I disappointed somebody and so even when I was out there when I got this DUI that thank God I got dismissed I was so scared to tell my mom that I got pulled over for being drunk because I finally moved out on my own I finally showed her that I could do it like on my own and then like oh she's gonna be so like you don't have to worry about like what you did when you you know she was like questions like did I do a good job and like when you're out there on your own a parent is like always worried about you, hoping you're doing good, and then you show them you're doing well. And so, when I got that, I was like, "Oh, she just said she was so proud of me. Now she's gonna be disappointed. I can't tell her this." And then when I finally grabbed her and said, "Like, tell her," why did you tell me sooner? Like, I expected her to be upset and disappointed. Completely different. And so that's why sometimes some expectations because like I am a true believer there are three sides to every story. There's a left, right, and a middle. And my expectation was her to be disappointed, you know, and she had no disappointment. I expect her reaction to be a negative. And that's why I, I ran away from expectation because it always was a negative for me because of my mind. You know, so that's why, like I said, you know, the, um, the experiences of expectation was a negative for me. That's why I always was anti about it. Like, don't have expectations, you know. But then I changed it where with individuals, you know, um, don't have the ex- pay- expectations so high, like, because uh, we get it in work all the time. You know, they expect you to be on your best, and you need to give me this 100%. Commit. Get, I expect you to da-da-da, because if you don't, you ain't going to get that raise. And if you don't, you're going to lose some hours or your pay or this and that. That's what we're being trained in the world. So expectations has always been ugly to me, <laughs> you know. But there's always that positive, too, because there's nothing wrong with a little, a little of expectation out of life. You should expect the best out of life. Mm-hmm. And if you have that expectation, you won't be disappointed because you're going to accept what comes. And you've got to create something good about it. Because I've learned we're human beings. We fall. We get up. We're unpredictable. Sometimes we may not be a man of our word because life happens. That's an excuse, though. That's an excuse. Someone taught me. And I was like, that sounds like excuses to me. Why you couldn't make your dreams come true? But life happens. Life happens to everybody. But they keep going. They figure another way to go about it. Why give up? If you have a group of people that believe in your dream, and you just stop. Why? Cause life happens. Life happens to the person who wanted to create a laptop. But they successfully created a laptop. Life happened to someone who wanted to create wireless and Bluetooth items. <laughs> but they continued because they believed in what was what it was. A toilet! <laughs> you know, there's simple things that... No, that ain't gonna happen. We're just gonna still <laughs> dig a hole and shit. You gotta do it. But yeah, you know, if you have a dream and you believe in it, that it's gonna make a difference, well then good. Bring life to it. Don't expect... The worst to happen, don't like, You know, bring light to it. Just expect the best out of it. And because you have that expectation that's good, like you said, intentions that are good, and so the expectation, you know, all of it equals itself to be good. And so, you know, yes, I think life you're always forever learning. There's no end to wisdom, knowledge. There's no end to keep growing. I feel like growing is a continuing thing, and that's one thing that I am so grateful for because, it, to me, life never gets old. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, it never gets old. This journey is so unexpected and I love it. Because, yeah, I get mad at it. I hate it sometimes. I may die sometimes, but boy, do I resurrect. You know, it's, but, you know, it. it's about your surroundings. You surround, your, surround yourself around depressed people, you're going to be depressed. If you're surrounding yourselves with people who don't know who they are, you're going to lose yourself. If you surround yourselves with people who are not feeding you The wisdom that you really need, and you're giving them something, and you know it's only you giving them, and they're like, no, you know they're not getting it. Then you start dying a little bit. If you don't surround yourselves with where you want to be, then you will remain complacent, and that's it's tough, but it's reality.
0: It is, and sometimes it's like you have to let go of people that are in your circle. As much as you love them, you know some people do hold you back without realizing how much energy they're taking from you that you're not getting back. Mm-hmm. So like with me, um I when I first moved out here I didn't know anybody. So when I went to that little situation I was alone. Mm-hmm. I didn't have much friends, but the people that did call me, I like kinda isolated myself for a little bit, only to dive into the word. And to like positive motivational videos on YouTube. This is what fed me. What day.
1: caused you to go into that though? Like What caused you to look for the positivity because you were having so much negative thoughts? Like, what was it that caused you to want to dive into that? What was it?
0: I didn't have anyone else to run to. And what I was going through was kind of like it broke. me. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to go back home. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to leave the life that I was trying to build out here. So you know, you looking at YouTube, you listen to all these quotes, and Oprah was one of them. That
1: oh, of course
0: Save <laughs> my life. <you> know? <laughs> okay, we all say it. Okay, it's it's about you know a different mindset, and we're not all raised in the environment that's ideal. So some of us are like oblivious to what how else we can think of things mm-hmm. instead of viewing the positive, we view it the negative way. Or remember that word I used to say? Hey, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying yeah stop no. trying you just yeah, gotta do, do it. something different just do it and to quote um, Mary Mary go get your blessing Ugh. when she go says, get it when you want something you've never had you gotta do something you've never done mm-hmm. I've never read books
1: <laughs> I hated books <laughs> and I know you like to read and a lot now like you're like oh I'm reading this book I'm like are you reading again what are you reading now <laughs> right Think <laughs> and Grow
0: Rich that was my first book helped me you know with my confidence and viewing life differently in my faith mm-hmm. and you know I was listening to all these quotes and stuff and it built me up to a different person yeah. so when I was back up I, I was able to like talk to people I knew what I wanted in my circle and what I didn't want in my circle so that's like it's it's really important sometimes we have to take that time for ourselves and we may come off as cold like that little thing I sent you that message that I had wrote
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. that's and those are things that come to my mind because of some experiences, but also it's just like a natural something that just like somebody needs to hear this. Yeah. You know, and I'll just write it out and it just. Can kind of
1: I goes. share that? Sure. Um, he sent me this text message and um, we were getting ready for um, our meeting today. And when he sent that, I was like, oh, I love that. And, I, and it's this it says, give yourself the responsibility of changing your way of thinking, and that's 100%. Challenge yourself to see the good in every situation and allow yourself to see a better path. There's always going to be a better opportunity, and the timing will come just in the time of need, but it's up to us to allow ourselves to keep walking with faith, even when we are not sure where we are going. If you allow God to take the wheel, you won't be disappointed. Amen to that. Once you arrive at your destination, do not allow yourself to feel less than anyone. There are many living for their passion, and of course it would go. Huh? Uh, where did I go? There are many living their passion, and nothing will stop them from living the life. People don't living the life they are creating for themselves. Learn not people. Learn not people don't push you away because they don't like you. They are on a mission and as cold as it may come off, you can't be priority in everyone's life. Believe that you are enough. Mm -hmm. people will come and people will go but you will never let yourself fall once you learn your worth and that's really huge because if you don't know your worth then you're trying to find your worth in everybody else or want everyone to find the worth for you Mm -hmm. and that's a lot of it's a lot of relationship situations it's a lot of friendship situations a lot of the lost because oh maybe if i watch this sitcom of these people living a life that maybe i think i have like They are so rich, so maybe I'll find my worth there. Wrong start, because you don't have that, and it's fake. You know what I mean? Like, they were born, they're into it, or they had it already, you know? So it's like, you got to start with your life. Stop comparing, because I feel like a lot of us out there are trying to compare to others' lives when they don't realize what they really have. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not going to have that because that's not your destiny. That's not your purpose. That's not your life. Watch it in, to watch it as entertainment. But don't watch it to try to learn something from it. Or like, that's my life. That's where I want to be. Um, Well, if it's encouraging and stuff like that, then okay, I get it. Then yeah. But you can't go about it the same way because it's already been done that way. Therefore, it's not going to work that way for you. That means you need to get creative on your own and figure out your path and how you're going to create it to work for you to get there too. Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, (laughs) you ain't the only one, you know? But that's why it's so important to really discover your self-worth. And that's one of my biggest, like, and I've said before, this is my biggest thing on this Nachos Cafe, um, besides certain days, is really knowing I'm a self-discovery person. I'm all about loving yourself. I'm all about growth. I'm all about mindset. I'm all about spirituality. Anything that helps you on that road to discovering yourself. And worth. Because if you don't know your worth, you're not nothing, but you'll see yourself as nothing.
0: People can do what they want with you when it comes to that part. Yes. You know, you're like everybody's puppet. Yes. And the thing is, like when you do end up, let's say you're in this relationship and you don't know your worth, that person leaves. Who are you? You know, that's when you realize like, what do I have? Yeah. You know, and you have to build that up before You get into that mindset of being in a relationship. You have to know know who you are. Yeah. You know, and work on yourself. It's it's, it's important. It's a learning lesson for me I had to learn, you know.
1: And you know what? It's funny because you you have to compare that in every aspect in life. Whether it's a relationship with a lover, relationship with a friend, relationship with your job, your relationship with your career. Mm -hmm. It all works the same. That's right. You know? It's like, well, how can you look at it like uh, let's break it down? <laughs> you know, it's like you gotta give and take. What is your career giving you? What are you taking from your career? Is your career feeding you? If it's not, then you need to change your career. Just like if that person isn't feeding you and not giving you anything, and you're not giving them anything or they're giving you you're giving, 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 and you're not getting anything back, mm-hmm. then you need to change your partner.
0: Right. If
1: you got friends, same thing. If you're giving, giving, giving and not giving anything, then you need to change your circle. It's the same way, maybe different way in different scenario, but it's going to be the same result. It's really about if you know your worth. If you don't, take a pause. This is when you really should pause. Pause in this surroundings and then look in the mirror. And that is always, I know you guys probably get tired of hearing me saying look in the dang mirror. I know, I get it. But look in there. Maybe you can see your reflection. Maybe you can see what's in your reflection. Ooh, we got deep. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to stay too far. Oh, wait, that'd be another whole meeting. But intentions, expectations, your, pur- your purpose, and your de- your destiny, your your path of walking, um, it's very admirable. And, you know, I'm always one that will always be the first one to say, yes, move. If anyone's like, thinking about moving, do it. Do it. Because it's new scene. Yeah, new scene. Do it. Don't, don't don't wait. Don't put it off. Do it. We live this life once. We have one, one time to get it right. And right may look differently in someone's eyes. So don't seek their opinion, their approval on your life. They don't have to live it. So they can't tell you about your life should be this way. You don't know me. You think you do. You think just because I told you my birth date and where I was born, you got an opinion. That opinion developed so now you know where I'm gonna head,
0: and that. it's challenging I mean it's not easy to change your mindset first of all, you know no, it's, it's not like, it's i I don't know if you remember, but I had a bunch of sticky notes everywhere, yes, and, you know, and I read my sticky notes every day in the bathroom in the kitchen like until it became like natural, yeah, to think of those things and reading, of course, but we forget how powerful our minds are, you know, how we can transform them, yeah and Change our destiny. Yeah, Change what's coming to us. You know, instead of having negative things happen, the more positive you put out there, the more positive you think, that's what you're getting back. And there's been situations where, you know, you go into something and you're like, you're not qualified for it. But in the back of your head, you are. You know, you make yourself qualified. And... You get there and things happen and you're like, damn, I can't believe this should happen. Yeah. You know? And it's like all about mindset. Yeah. You know? Intentions. I set the intention to succeed and I succeeded.
1: Don't allow that person that's in the middle to be in the way. Just excuse me. (laughs) You're in the way of my path. I'm going to have your job. (laughs) You know? (laughs) You know, it's like just because they don't see your worth and you know your worth, like, I'm not listening to anything you say. Mm -hmm. You're just this obstacle. You're like the stop sign. I don't sit here forever you stop and go. So, hello, and goodbye, <laughs> right? and keep going. You know, the light is green, not red. Keep going, mm-hmm. you know, and to bring it around to even, you know, um, the change, we we're talking about change, and it's amazing for, I, um, I really pat ourselves on the back because for those who always seek change, and it starts very small, your room, when you're in your own room and you change your room around all the time, it's because that's inside you. You love change. You cannot stay put in an event or any, you can't stay put in that hole. You can't stay put over there because you're always going to be evolving. That's who you are. We find ourselves in a situation let's say we have friends and we made an acquaintance. And you go into their place and you see the place, okay, it looks a mess. Or three months down the line, you go back to their house and it looks like the same mess that you saw. That's someone who doesn't know how to deal with their emotions. It could be a lot, but those people don't change. You know, and another year passes and they stay and everything's looking the same. It's like, oh, okay. Or if you didn't see something being added, or because it could have, you know, you may have the place looks amazing. Let's say the living room can look amazing the way it is. And I know me, I'm like, well, I need to move that furniture over here. <laughs> or just maybe add a different picture or something, you know. But if it, is, if it does create this this warmth, then of course you don't want to change that because that created something with you. Then with some people like that, they've had their time in their home. Now it's time to move and create home somewhere else. Because wherever you are, you are home. And I feel like when you discover that you're worth, you create this peace, you create this environment. So wherever you go, it's going to go with you. And, I, and it's tough to even discover that and i've discovered that with myself cuz one thing i love to do is making my home feel like a home for anybody you walk in i want to make sure you feel like oh okay i don't feel like ooh these walls are making me nervous you know because i don't like blank walls but i don't like walls that are filled with a whole lot of stuff cuz then it's like ooh it's too much you know you have just the right amount of things and knowing you you know doing interior you know you got to you got to know the balance as we were talking about left, right, and a middle, you know, you got to know, like, okay, this will create a a balance. If this person seems like a too much, okay, maybe they want to have a too much. Mm-hmm. Or you really take tune on listening to them. I'm like, okay, this person is really crying for help. They're going to not or do like what I'm going to do, but I don't want to scare them. Because some people are scared of change. They've got so accustomed to being comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: I want to be is comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. Because when you're comfortable with being uncomfortable, when something happens, you know how to jump back. Or you know how to, oh, that's weird. Okay, whoop, whoop. What's next? Mm-hmm. Like, this little, I know this is off topic, but this thing, like, I was like, oh, my first guest, a little piece falls off. I'm like, we're going to keep going, but I'm going to find me something. I'm going to find you like a oh, wood, something. We got a book to <laughs> keep this thing stable. But some people, you change something, then it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to have to cancel our meeting. Because it's not perfect. Or it's not the way it's supposed to be. Sometimes you got to roll with the punches, is what they say.
0: But There's always something in there. Like, for, for example, um, I was telling you about this garage mat mm. for interior design. Yeah. Thing. And the job that I'm in, is like completely opposite, right? But I'm learning to be more vocal with strangers. You know, I'm going to city hall, pulling permits for new construction and things like that of that nature. So it's getting me into the field of construction more but not into the interior design. Um, But how I see things is God's preparing me with this job. Yeah. I have to learn some things here, you know, become better and master some skills. But he's also introducing me to connections to where I want to go. Yeah. You know? So, you know, it's amazing that I walk into this. She was my first stop. And I walk into this lady's house just to drop off a permit. And... I complimented her on her home. She invited me inside and told me her story and started asking me for ideas on what to do with the loft that she has Yeah. she wants to knock down a wall. And that's where I had, like, the deja vu moment. That's awesome. Because we were both standing there looking up, and she's like, I want to knock this down, and I'm thinking about putting, like, a gate. And I looked up, and I said, maybe some glass with some, like, metal pieces in between them to give them space mm-hmm. and still keep the space open. hmm and she added on, yeah, and then some lights. And we're just sitting up there looking, and we're like... And that moment that we shared was yeah. like... that
1: was the deja vu moment? Yeah, this is like,
0: this is what my life is going to be. Yeah, like, cause that's yeah. Because this what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. You know, and then and immediately after I left, I told her, I'll send her my personal number, and she hit me up, and she said, this is fate, I've been looking for a partner, you know. So it's like, okay, I see what God's doing here, you know, I'm going to roll with
1: it. And yeah. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, that's you know? that you have to. Mm-hmm. You can't have that expectation of it. Oh, I don't know about this, but she looked kind of weird. Right. You know, not saying she does, but right. you know. But the intentions, yes, is good. And like my intention is to do this.
0: I feel like she would be a great mentor. Ah, uh, awesome. Know? So yeah. that connection was there immediately. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to it, and I'll keep you updated.
1: Yeah, I want to hear more about it, um, because this is like your beginning of your continuation of your discovering yourself. Like you already know what's up, where you gotta go, but this is like you here. It is you're ready, because mm-hmm. I think you will not think too much on it. Come over and like, oh, I'm on this lady, because maybe if you were where you wanted to be back then, when you thought you were on top of the world, mm-hmm. you probably wanted to give her that chance. Mm-hmm. But because we are now, you're ready for something different, right? And I and I love that's what I love about life. I love life because. There's so many things that you never could ever expect, I guess. I hate that. You know, I don't hate that word. But, you know, mm-hmm. you could have never seen it coming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, this is different. Not like an awkward different. Maybe a little awkward because you're not familiar with it. But not like a, like, I need to start away. You know? But it's like, I think that meant something. Maybe I'll go back and see touch base or follow up. And see where where it leads. We live life once. I mean, what's the worst can happen? N- no. A door closed? Yeah. I'm going to keep on moving.
0: We have to be comfortable and like know that good things are supposed to happen and not be so surprised when they do. Yeah. Because it's supposed to happen. Yeah. You know, good things are supposed to happen to man.
1: Yeah. So And you got to see it that way. Mm-hmm. Even if it seems like it's bad because someone else said it. Right. Normally our thought of opinion of bad is because someone else said that is bad. That's the only reason why we see it as bad. Because someone else in their opinion said it. So therefore, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Why? Because they had a negative impact? Right. Are they living your life or are they living, they're living theirs? Why don't you take a peek about their life? Mm, that's why they have that opinion. You're not anything like that. So I think you should try it your way and do it. And if it doesn't work, what do you do? Move on
0: can always try and save everybody is another thing I learned. Um, I was Mm -hmm. one of those that tried to mentor everybody that had a problem. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wanted to save everybody. Um, But sometimes it's, some people are moldable. Some people have an open mind and want to learn different ways, you know, listen to wisdom. And some people are at that state where you mention something and they're like, oh, I already know. Yeah. I don't like that answer. Cause when you say I already know, it's kind of like you know everything, uh-huh. and only a fool knows it all.
1: Yeah. Woo! We gotta write that one down. I'm sorry. I'm glad I'm recording that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's it's very important to me to pay
0: attention to what people say when you trying to give wisdom out. Yeah. their reaction to it. Yeah. Tens, you know, you can be fifty something years old, but I could have a piece of wisdom that you haven't had yet. Yeah. But you shut it down because you've been through it all. Mhm. You know, but obviously it's not working because you're still going to the same circles.
1: Exactly. Know what else? I'm gonna ask just a few questions, um, because now that we're we're definitely have met an hour, and I want to thank you for your time, um, for being here. Um, but yeah, if you got any updates, definitely share those with me, and we definitely want to um come. It's not gonna be his last time being a guest, because there's other ideas that i've talked to him a long time ago before that we'll definitely touch on but i don't want to give you guys a whole lot because you guys will have a mind that will explode by the end so i'm not gonna give you two hours i'll give you this hour or so um depending if i edit it, anything but um thank you uh thank you so much um thanks for having me like how big do you see um this going or do you feel like it's a diy type of thing you know you have your little bit let's like five people you know team going into doing this like because i know you said you want like construction so banging out the walls and just start all new Mm -hmm. so like how big do you see this because i obviously know what the purpose and the um effect the outcome the results gonna create but what how do you see it like visualize um it look like i like that you know good
0: question I would want this to be a big corporation. Okay. I don't want, I'm, of course, I'm going to start at something small. Of course. Uh, but I eventually want to have like offices spread out. Okay. okay. With different, because it's eventually going to be like a contracting team. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like for every office, I would like to have at least 10 employees, two per truck. So about five trucks, you know, working. And I want to be the, the guy that reviews everything and sets up. This is how, you know, I meet with the homeowner. Yeah. What is it that you want done? Yeah. And then we're gonna get my team together, yeah. get them on board, and gotcha. boom. You know?
1: Now, would you like to train people to be like you? Yes. So that you're not the only one doing everything, because I know you're not. You're not gonna do everything, but I feel well. Let me not say what I feel, but you know, um, I know going into things, it's like we need to like duplicate ourselves because it's so hard to do it all on your own. Right. Well, not team.
0: necessarily duplicate myself because I want people as from that book mm. smarter than me Ye- on yes. my team yes. you know I want somebody that has something else to bring that when we collaborate yes. we can boom you yeah. know explode yeah. so I don't want everybody to be just like me I want to have you know diversity in my team Yeah. Different, people that have, have different uh, talents and different yeah. ideas and visuals because I am open to that mm. and so yeah I want I don't want everybody to be just like me Good. but I do want people to understand my vision as well got it good. What next? I get to travel the world.
1: <laughs> that is, it's like you're living your heaven. You know, you've you've gained this and then why not take a, a lifelong vacation Cause because you made it?
0: No, but honestly, I do want to be in some type of like charitable work, helping mm-hmm. others, giving to I others. I do remember us
1: talking about that a while ago, yes.
0: Yes. You know, opening up some type of shelter for adolescents that don't have good mentors that have been in an abusive situation going through foster care system that need the right like, tools and mentorships um, to get them on track because a lot of us and w- within my family as well you know kids are being brought up a certain way where it's sad because they don't know what else is out there you know what else they can be so yeah. they're stuck in this I want to live in the hood and work at Target for the rest of my life because yes. that's what my parents do
1: Yes. but there's
0: so much more you can do and um, they feel defeated because of where they come from. Yeah. And they shouldn't. Yeah. You know, I come from th- the city of Chicago, you know, living in the ghetto. And yeah. But I didn't limit myself to that. I was the first one to stray away. I moved an hour, hour away from my mom where oh. I was brought up. And that was my first glimpse of a different life because it was a suburban lifestyle. And ever since then, I've always continued to seek different, mm. you know, things. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to be in the mentorship.
1: That's really good. And that's because you see the best in, in uh, adolescent?
0: Yeah. I see there potential. are future. You know, you were talking about potential. And I feel like when I meet people, I look at their potential. Yeah. And some people are so, you know, um, depressed or low self-esteem and hard on themselves that they don't. See what they can be, and they don't have that encouragement and yeah. support system to bring that out of them. Yeah, because I was there. Yeah, you know, so
1: that's good. That's good. Yeah, because they're they're our future. Awesome. Do you have any questions for me? No, it's
0: fun.
1: Yeah, you like yeah. it. This has been my first guest, guys. So, um, John B. And not that B, but John B. The little J, <laughs> John B. <laughs> Yeah, I won't capitalize it when I put it. I'll just put like they'll, like, oh, there's a difference. And there's a period at the end of this one.
0: (laughs) Remember my face.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But um, thank you so much for um, doing this. And um, yeah, so we'll be definitely hearing it soon when I hear it. All right. So thank you. And that completes today's Talk About It Tuesday episode on Nacho's Cafe. Thank you so much for listening and see you next Tuesday for the next TBIT episode. And remember, when you run into a mental wall of personal perspective, talk about it.